welcome back to Closet Casualty, the podcast where I take a dive into everything alternative fashion. I'm your host, Kit Dervet, and today we'll be talking about the history of alt fashion. This is a big topic for today, so strap in. Since alt fashion has become so mainstream in the past few years, a lot of people seem to think that it's a modern concept. But alternative fashion has existed for hundreds of years. Doing some digging, I even found a sketch of a woman wearing an outfit considered alternative from 1911. The sketch was done by American journalist Marguerite Martin and was named Sketch of Beatrice Farnham and Woman with Dog in Hotel Lobby. Farnham was a fashion designer known for eccentric looks back in the day. After all this research though, I still couldn't find a concrete answer to my question. When did the so-called trend of alternative fashion begin? Well, from what I could find, it didn't exactly begin anywhere. On Wikipedia, I know, I know, <laughs> I found an article summarizing the reasons, which I'll get into, alt fashion exists, but still no when. Upon scrounging the sources at the bottom of the page, I found a book called Cultural Histories and Social Practice by Ken Gelder. I couldn't actually download it because I'm a broke college student and it costs money, but I did read the abstract. Gelder explains in exaggerated academic terms that alternative culture, not fashion just yet, is rooted in rebellion. Gelder has six main points about the culture, but all of them boil down to refusing to conform to society. If you listen to my last episode, I talked to some college students about what dressing alternatively meant to them. They all pretty much said that they dress how they want and not how a society expects them to. But what do other people think? Here's Matthew Dietschy with some insight. When do you think alternative fashion started and why do you think that? So I think that the alt movement and alt fashion started around 1960s with the UK punk movement. This was a lot of spikes on clothing, spiky hair, a lot of black, very edgy style. It's all about rebelling against the average way of doing things and going against the grain. This then stemmed a bunch of subcultures like uh, cyberpunk and steampunk. Without punk, we wouldn't have emo, we wouldn't have scene, we wouldn't have grunge, we wouldn't have so many of these subcultures that create alternative fashion. I think that inherently, as long as we have a culture and people in that culture care about fashion, fashion will reflect the culture of that time. I think that it can't be separated because a lot of the alt movement and alt fashion, it's about going against the, the societal norm. To separate the culture from the fashion would be to eliminate the history behind the fashion entirely. There are reasons why people dress like this. There's reasons why you spike your hair and you put on black eyeliner. There are reasons behind it. Um, would you consider yourself rebellious, like, in society that you don't conform to, like, the standard? What do you, what do you define rebellious as? Like, it doesn't have to be every rule, but it's, like, not following rules. Okay. Like, if there's something set in place, like your parents say, oh, you can't do that, and then you do it because you want to. Mm. Yeah, let's run it back. Okay. <laughs> I would say so. I, I started smoking at a young age. I was around 15 and started smoking because I thought it was... A, I started smoking weed because I thought it was cool and, and against the rules. It made me cooler than other people. It did not. I was definitely a douche. 
Why do you think that alternative fashion is so heavily associated with social movements? So I think that for there to be a social movement, there needs to be a social issue. Then, people need to take notice of this social issue and make active steps against the grain, against the typical normal way of doing things, to try and fix this. It's very similar to the alternative style, which is all about going against the norm. It's a lot of black colors with very bright, like, secondary colors. It's a lot of trying to separate yourself from the gears of society. So really, alternative fashion didn't just randomly appear. It's always been here. However long we've had societal rules, there are bound to be a small group of people that stand out. But to recap, the question isn't about when alternative fashion started appearing, it's about why. Now thank you so much for listening to Closet Casualty, and next episode we'll get into the differences between alternative subcultures. Stay along for the ride and subscribe for more on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and more. Stay safe, dress up, see ya!